Alrighty, let's do it. Welcome to the first ever Generation One Mini Podcast. Alright, that was all me. I'm a low-budget bitch, so that's what y'all get for the first mini-podcast brought to you by Big Country Media. Big shout-out to my boy there. Uh, Helps me make all this happen because I can barely run it. He had to show me how to get the music on this thing this time um, because I'm a hot mess. Um, Anyway, we just got back from Midwest Elite. It was an incredible show. Um lots of sheep there really eye-opening for me as a generation one just getting into this i am a total facebook stalker i get to see all these programs um online but not in person so it's so good to go and see programs uh in person look at their sheep meet the people uh and talk to them shameless plug for myself in operation we bought a killer you from hild brother she's a freestyle uh i think for our program as a donor which she will be will be a game changer she'll be hitting the show road with bailey anderson um look out for her because she's guns loaded uh we also bought the champion natural you from estes uh ryan estes and mona lisa there uh, she's killer. We bought her with Maven Camp Livestock. She'll be another donor we're really excited about. Uh, but enough about me. Today on this mini podcast, we are going to have Caleb Johnston to you from New Plymouth, Idaho. Uh, they just had a heck of a sale uh, back there at Midwest Elite, and I thought we needed to get in and talk about it. Talk about a generation, North one Northwest producer really breaking a glass ceiling. Enough of my nonsense. Let's get into it. Well, welcome, Caleb Johnston. Thank you for carving time out of your busy schedule. I know you're busy at school, which is why you've got to fly all the way to the Midwest Elite and back, while some of us, the peasants, had to drive all the way there and back, but um, no big deal. So for those of you that don't know about Johnston Club Lambs, um, they are located there in New Plymouth, Idaho, and I really suggest we're not going to dive in super deep. Like I said, this is a mini episode. Um, I suggest you go look at Stock Talk and listen to Caleb's podcast there. I've listened to it like 14 times. Um, really, really good. Jump online, look at their website, um, or just give Caleb or Katrina a call. They are super nice and would love to talk to you about their sheet program. So those of you that don't know or do know, Midwest Elite just happened as well as the Premier 10 back in Indianapolis. I just drove out there um, with some friends and went back there to watch the sale and deliver some sheep. And Caleb and his mother and his family, they had a set of sheep back there and they sold very, very successfully. And this podcast isn't just to come and put them just up on a pedestal and like, look at them. Caleb's a brilliant mind, and so is Katrina. And what's so impressive about them is they are a generation one operation. This is an operation that their family dreamt up and started really not that long ago. And they've been going hard at it ever since. And what I find very impressive about them is that they bring a really good set every time when I see them at live sales. And that's something I've talked to a lot of people back there is everybody gets scared that they're going to sell a $400 sheep or drag their best one back there and sell it for $600. But I think they're looking at it wrong. 
you know, bring your best sheep, floor them, and if you have to take them home, so be it. But bring a set of sheep that people can't find elsewhere. And I'm a big believer that Johnsons do that every time. So with that, we're going to get into it. Caleb, when you start selecting your sale set um, and getting them ready, what goes through your mind? What's the process that you and your mother go through getting ready for a sale and selecting your sale sheep? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, first of all. Uh, I really appreciate <clears throat> appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, really, it, as it goes for the male side of things, uh, I'm looking for sheep that are honestly just hard to picture. The ones that everyone, when they see them in the pen, they're like, well, what is that thing? Um, but then when you try to get them on camera, you know, you just can't quite capture their unique pieces. Um, like that weather that was super popular in the hamps that we had at Midwest, uh, if I showed you his online photo, you probably would not have given, you know, 500 bucks for him because you just can't quite capture them. So it's not to say that we're pulling all of our best ones out because um, we sold a lot of our very best in that online sale out of our January group. Um, <clears throat> but as it goes for the males, you know, what are the sheep that don't picture well, that are truly good, that people should see in person? Because uh, Ultimately, that's why we travel so far. You know, that's why we travel to Oklahoma. That's why we travel to Missouri. That's why we travel to Indiana is to get get our sheep in front of people. Because out in Idaho, you know, it's hard for people to see um, our sheep in person. So we want to give them a good sampling of, you know, here is what we're raising. Here is what we feel is a good uh, sample size of our production this year. Um, so people have a better idea of, of what they're bidding on, you know, when it, when it comes to online sales. So, um, and then for the, the females, <clears throat> honestly, I pulled all of those out of the keeper pen. Um, you know, this year we're having to be super stingy. It hasn't always been like that. You know, a lot of times we'll just bring some solid brood use um, or, you know, use that we think would be good show use. But this year, you know, we're having to be really picky with how many we keep. And so um, basically we, you know, we sorted off everything for the online sales. And then uh, we went back through the keepers and pulled. Um, pulled out that Dorset U.A.M. and pulled out that Natural U. Yes, definitely. And I think that uh, you had a good point because we were talking about how the twin brother to that high-selling weather back there, uh, you guys had put in an online sale. And I got to see him just, I don't know, I guess a day or two ago, yesterday actually, when I was loading up sheep. And again, you know, he didn't bring any kind of money like that weather did. But when you look at him, he's just maybe the one that went back there is just marginally better, honestly. And I think that goes back to what you're saying as far as the picturing. Maybe he didn't take a picture that truly captured, uh, you know, his full, I guess, majesticness. I don't even know what the word is. Uh, but, yeah, it was really cool to watch. And Caleb and Katrina are way too humble to ever, like, get into the details of it. But basically, for those of you that weren't there, uh, they had a really nice hamp weather that won his class and um, was certainly a crowd favorite at that point. But, we're getting ready for the sale, and I went out there, and I tried to, all my friends back there, I tried to bid and just sort of start. I didn't buy everything back there, but I just tried to bid and start things, and so I was sitting there watching you come up, Caleb, in line, and, and there's this line that sweeps all the way around behind the auction block, and a lot of the more, like, uh, sheep trader type of people or people really weather hunting, they were back there kind of watching them get set up so they can compare them to, you know, the five ahead of them, the five behind them, and you know on a day when Justin Nathan, which is a busy guy, big fan. Um, you know, when he comes and stops and just starts staring at one, you're like, oh boy, 
like something might happen here. And then you've got walkers. You've got everybody staring at this sheep. Um, and it gets up to the auction block and brings almost $10,000. So it's a very exciting moment. And for those of you in the Midwest, you're like, oh, yeah, like we see $10,000 sheep. But like Johnston's broke a glass ceiling for us out here in the Northwest. Like people don't sell $10,000 weathers out here. So that was really, really exciting to see. Um, Caleb, when you start thinking back to you guys first getting out to live sales, is there any live sales or directions that you would send very new people that are just starting uh, as far as some live sales that they should try uh, and that you've had good success at or any recommendations you have there? Mm. <clears throat> Honestly, uh, it, it seems like no matter who you are and, and no matter how good of a set you bring, um, early on, you kind of have to feed the system. Like for the first four years that we took sheep to show and sales, we sold them for, um, probably a lot less than they were worth. Uh, and so, I mean, my piece of advice would be just start, you know, we wouldn't know the edge family if we hadn't sold them. Um, I think she was like a $600 U lamb that probably should have brought double or triple that. Um, but you know, then she went and did a good job for them. Uh, and they came back, you know, and now Corey and I are good friends and, you know, we talk sheep all the time. And so, um, my piece of advice would be just start, you know, cause I would say it's easier to bring good ones and get noticed at a live sale than it is to take good online photos. Cause online photos are just an entirely different ball game. Um, so yeah, just, just start, go somewhere, get seen. Perfect. Perfect. And so one other thing that I'd like to speak on is, and what I heard kind of talking to a lot of different breeders back there is people get scared about what things are going to bring. And so maybe they leave things home or they, they make a plan based on the price. I just in talking to you a little bit, I'm assuming that when you go back and you've know, you've got a really good, you know, most of the time when you take a set of weathers back, you're like, they're, they're leaving, you know, but if you've got a really good ewe lamb or a really good buck lamb, you know, I try to tell people, don't hesitate to floor them. You know, it's like you do not have to give these sheep away. Do not be intimidated by it. And I think there is no shame in respecting and valuing your program and the breeding sheep that you're raising to say, hey, I'm not selling that one for that price. I'll throw it back on the trailer, drive 30 hours home, uh, you know, if I need to, which obviously was not at all the case for you guys. Uh, you know, you were selling sheep high all day. But is that kind of a sentiment that you share in a mindset as well? Yeah, that's a, <clears throat> that's a fine line to walk because um, what I will say is a, a large part of our success uh, has come from sheep that we sold for a lot less than we probably should have. Um, and they went to good homes and, you know, got us exposure and free marketing. Um, but at the same time, yes, uh, a lot of times what goes through our head is, okay, what is it, what would it cost us to replace this you? Um, and then undershoot that a little bit and we'll protect them to that, if that makes sense of, okay, you know, we, we don't want them to go for dirt cheap, but here's a price that we feel like if someone bought them at this price, it'd still be a great deal for them. Um, but we'd be willing to let go of them. Perfect. That makes a lot of sense to me. So with that being said, I appreciate you being on here to talk about the Midwest lead sale. I think it was a lot of good fun. We, we had 
reasonably good weather. It was windy on the way back uh, and to through Iowa, I mean, Wyoming, but that's kind of just how that state is. So all, <laughs> yeah. in, all, all in all, a really good sale. Uh, before we sign off here, Caleb, I know that you guys have a set going to black and white. Is there anything that you want to highlight and let people know to be looking for in that set as you guys get prepared to head back to Oklahoma? Uh, yeah. Um, you know, that's probably where you'll see the last of the Flintstone females that are going to be offered. And that'll be where, uh, we probably sell the only speculum that we're selling this year. Um, and I would say as it goes for just a side piece of advice, uh, for people starting out and getting sets ready, um, you know, start early. Um, you know, don't don't grab them out of the pen two weeks before the trailer's leaving to go to a show and sale and say, ah, well, maybe we'll take this one. Um, you know, be diligent. You know, rough them out if the weather's good enough to where you can see where they're actually at. Um, and honestly, the this set traveled better and looked better um, than probably any other set that we've taken. Um, and that's, you know, um, in part because we started early. Um, you know, we... we kind of from the beginning we were when we were sorting sheep for online sales that was when we were pulling sheep out that we thought would be good for midwest um and then you know i mean shameless plug but honestly I, those animals did really really well on on second wind um that drench that i put together and you know I have a plan um and have them ready there um honestly i think as for the the black and white set, we're still finalizing those guys, but um, definitely plan on bringing another good set as always. You know, it's kind of funny. I'm a, <clears throat> anyone that knows me, I'm a really competitive person. And so if I'm going to haul something, you know, 25 hours, 29 hours, I'm, I'm going to want to try to win something. So um, yeah, I guess that's what I would say is that we'll, uh, we'll try to bring as good of a set as we can. Perfect. Perfect. And really quick, because uh, I think that, we got to get in another shameless plug here because I think it's a really exciting product that I know you've been developing for two years. You just talked about your drench, which I know with COVID and manufacturing, you know, you're still working on getting the production side of it up the, off the ground. I know you've got it formulated and it's working well, but one that you've had in production and I think is really going to start blowing up. In fact, I was there yesterday, cleaned out the last of the sock, and I know you're getting more ordered because it's going to be a great product. Do you want to tell people a little bit about Cornerstone? Because I think that's something that would be a great aid for show sheep that you, I mean, sales sheep that you know are going to have to travel and go be in a new environment. Can you tell us a little bit about that product? Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> last spring is when I started uh, coaching and, and mentoring and consulting kids on, you know, feeding and exercise and showmanship. And, you know, they're asking me, hey, what should we be feeding? And when you look out in the supplement market, it was, uh, you know, there were so many options, but not, not really one that was a good option as it goes for, total health, hair growth, super simple to use, um, and cost effective. So um, if you were to take all of the ingredients that are in Cornerstone and pull in the equivalent supplements, it was going to cost almost $4 a day. And that's a super conservative estimate. Um, and so essentially what we did is we, we took um, Joe Maxwell, who's a guy that's been in the supplement industry for a long, long time uh, that, kind of helped we kind of put our heads together and thought okay how can we combine ingredients in an effective way to work synergistically to really optimize everything and so what we did is we took 
Um, his signature, like, probiotic and enzyme blend, um, threw it in with Zinpro, zinc, and manganese, which is awesome for uh, gut and immune health, along with heightened hair health and growth. Um, but then a big one, especially on the baby sheep settling in, uh, there's a really high dose of melatonin in there, um, like 84 milligrams per scoop, which is a lot. Um, that's equivalent to, oh, what was it? Like, oh, almost 30 milliliters of growing time. Um, so it's a lot of melatonin, which, uh, one really chills them out, reduces stress. Uh, like those sheep that we took to Midwest elite were on cornerstone for three weeks. Um, and just super chill, ate great, didn't miss a beat when they were traveling, when they got to the show, um, just hunky dory, happy go lucky. Um, but then that also really helps with leg wool growth in the long term. Um, and then what we also did is we added in, uh, vitamin E and biotin for, uh, that hair growth and health, um, along with a rumen bypass feed that helps with hindgut health, um, that we found is super, super helpful for keeping them on feed over the summer when it gets really hot and stressful. Um, and then there's another rumen bypass feed that's really great for stimulating their immune system, uh, to help them fight off sickness and just stay healthy. And then, uh, what we also did is we added in a natural antifungal that uh, really helps keep out, you know, cases of ringworm. Obviously, you know, you still have to do prevention, but um, so far so good as it goes for preventing fungus with sheep that have been on it. So, um, you know, a lot of stuff put in one that's super simple to use, uh, you know, 75 cents a day to feed, which is cheaper than even any probiotic enzyme alone, uh, much less all of those other ingredients. And so, um, yeah, we had those sheep on it and, you know, they ate great. They didn't ever go off feed and, and they were super chill and not stressed out at all for the whole trip. Well, I think it sounds incredible. And I can tell everybody listening that gold standard livestock will be feeding cornerstone to all of our show sheep and sales sheep that will be, uh, promoting this year, because I love that it's an all in one product. Like you said, you know, not only is it extremely affordable, I like that I put a little scoop on in the morning, a little scoop on at night, and we're good to go because they sell so many products that do the same thing, but you have to have about 15 buckets and spend about $1.5 million a month, you know, to feed all of it. And it's just one, it's, I mean, anybody that knows you're trying to pack for a show and you got to get 36 supplements on the trailer, uh, you know, and you're drenching a thousand gallons of water to get everything mixed in and whatever. I mean, what a nightmare, but when you can top dress something that's going to do the exact same thing, I think that's revolutionary. I like, too, that you guys have developed it over time. This isn't something, guys, that Caleb just, like, came up with, you know, six months ago and threw it all together and made it. This is something that they've been working on for years. It has been tested in their program, sent out to their show kids to test as well. Um, it, it's already a tested, successful product, so make sure that you get in contact with Caleb Johnston and get yourself a bucket of that bot or two. So with that being said, thank you so much, Caleb, for coming on and giving us some sale tips and advice and some hot takes on the Midwest Elite. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys at the Apex as well. I guess I forgot about that set, but they will be at the Apex as well with a set of sheep as well as black and white. So make sure that you guys look up Johnston Club Lambs and see the sets that they have selling there and go bid, bid, bid. Hey, thanks for having me on, Cody. You bet. 
Wow, a great first episode of our mini episode series. I want to do more hot takes after we go to shows and sales. Not only sheep, I know you all are thinking, God, I'm so tired of sheep, but um, we're going to try to get to all the sales we can, whether it's sheep, cattle, um, exciting things happening, getting some hot takes. Uh, Caleb Johnson was awesome, as always. Like I said in the podcast, if you want to go learn more about them, go to their website, go to their Facebook page, and definitely go to Stock Talk and listen to Caleb Johnson's episode there. It was a really good one. Um, But until next time, thank you guys for signing on. Thank you to my family for making this happen. And as always, thank you to Big Country Media. Mama said I'd end up trailer trash if I stayed the road I was on. A bone star beer and Jake Hooker's tunes sure have Keep me keeping on